The Crow Show on Triple M with Sauce. Sauce, a left foot snap, and he gets his second goal. And Tomo. I've never played the game, okay, so you can clip me to buggery. Uh, happy Sunday morning to you, Adelaide. Great day for your company, The Crow's Radio Show with Sauce and Tomo here until 10 o'clock today. 208 games to his name. Dominated the showdowns when we needed him most. Sam Jacobs, hello, mate. How are you, Tomo? Oh, good as gold. And also, who joins us today, the big fella's back, Taylor Walker. Hello, mate. Morning, Tomo. Morning, Sausage. It's always great to have you in the chair over there. Uh, it's good to be in the chair. Oh, I love it. Hey, we have a massive show today. We're going to catch up with Brad Symes. Symesy. We do. One of the few that played for both Port Adelaide and Adelaide there, Saucy. He is. He's uh, He was a popular team, and he's done very well for himself off-field as well. Oh, yeah. Serious cash. I'm here. I know. Yeah. In finance? Yep. Still in he, finance? He is. He certainly is. Uh, should be good. Also, I want to talk about transitioning out of the game with mm. you two boys. Obviously, you've done it, yep. Saucy, and uh, you've got another 10 years playing Texan. Oof. But after that, like, you know, you've got to start thinking about it, I reckon. <laughs> you've got to start thinking about it. I'm thinking about it at the moment. Uh, no worries. On the phone right now, we have Brett Turner, number four in the mid-season draft. You got us, Brett? Yeah, all good, boys. Uh, now, Brady, how did you go when your name got read out, mate? I'm, I'm sure you would have thought that the AFL dream would have been over there for a while, so you must have been uh, super relieved. Yeah, um, look, me and my housemates were jumping around the lounge room for a while, so um, yeah, it was pretty unexpected, to be honest. So, so some of the mail that I got before the draft was, yeah, didn't think I was a chance. So, um, yeah, it was pretty pretty relieving. And like you said, yeah, there were stages there where you think it's over, but um, yeah, obviously in this position now, we'll see what happens. Take us into, I guess, the, the mindset of a, a mid-season selection because I guess these are the conversations we generally have in the off-season, but here we are halfway through a season. Um, you've just obviously played half a year with Glenelg and now you're a, you're a Crows player. What's it like sort of, I guess, preparing to be drafted halfway through a season? Um, preparing to be drafted, it's it, it's obviously like a weird um, sort of situation to be in, um, but I don't know if you can do a lot of preparing for it, to be fair. Um, it's yep. sort of um, just one of those things that you've you, you got to put your hand up for to be selected. But, um, yeah, it's, yeah I, I don't reckon you can prepare very well for it. Uh, I mean, I'm glad I'm not Jai Cully, you know, flying over to WA the next day or anything like that. So um, being in Adelaide, you know, that's really... Um, that's been great to be able to stay home and stay with um, my housemates I'm with, see my family. So, yeah. Brett, can you explain to the listeners the ins and outs of the mid-season draft? Is it... Do you put um, six months on your contract? Is it your decision? Do you do 18 months? Is it 12 months? How does all that work and um, where, do you, where do you get to with that? Yeah, so you can um, list some like preferences or whatever you sort of do get that option. But, but for myself personally, I was just, I'm more, I, I'm excited about the six months because um, that, that's basically what I've um, listed for. Uh, because I, then I get to prove myself over six months before saying, yeah, I want, I want 12. Like, I want to I show what I can do over the next six months and, you know, make an impact. And, yeah, that sort of, that sits better with me than, you know, listing a longer-term contract anyway. Now, cu- currently injured at the moment, Brady, with a, a little bit of a, a foot, mate. How's that tracking along for one? And for two, did, was there any other interest from other clubs? Yeah, so the foot's tracking well. Um, so we sort of just took it pretty easy um, when I was at Glenelg just because I, I was unsure of what was happening um, above and I didn't want to stress it out too early to get back and then sort of, you know, get pushed back even further if I uh, injured it anymore. So, no, it's good back up and running now, which is good. But, um, no, I didn't have any other interest for any other clubs. Uh, I didn't really expect any either, to be honest. So um, it was just the Crows and, yeah, obviously 
came through. So nice. there you go. And Brett, now away from footy, well, are you are you a footy head? Um, do you like to, I guess, get away from footy when you when you're not at training or whatever? Tell us a bit more about yourself and uh, what you like to get up to in your free time. In my free time, um, I'm a bit of a land fisherman. Um, ooh, ooh. So I don't get out in the boat too much. I, uh, I'm a bit scared of sharks and deep water, so I like going up the river or, um, yeah, go squidding out like Second Valley Way, so that's been good. On Happy Valley Reservoir, actually. Oh, yeah. My mate's what, got one of those. What's your favourite fish? Uh, my favourite fish? What, to eat or to catch? Or both. Or both. Oh, sometimes, you've got to uh, go what you eat because sometimes you don't catch one. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, whiting's just about the only fish that I'll like eat without sort of uh, grimacing out. I can't eat tuna or anything like that. So, yeah, I'd say whiting for sure. Yep. And, and what are you doing? Um, obviously, you've got to have work-life balance. What do you do for a job? Yep, so I run a solar company with my old boy that we've um, been in business for about 10-plus years now. So it's Adelaide Solar Safe. Little plug there. Nice but, little um, plug there. Source, you need <laughs> any solar on the he's, roof? He's, he knows the game. <laughs> solar and battery and EV charges. So, yeah, I've been running that with Dad um, pretty consistently for the last four or five years now I came in. So I've been managing it. So, yeah, we're in a bit of a bit of a pickle with that, but we're going to work something out for the interim time and uh, see how we go. And I'm going to jump in, Tom. Are you holding hands with anyone, Brett? I am not. One triple three five three. We have the new <laughs> AFL recruit up for grabs, ladies. <laughs> All right, nah, love your stuff, Freddie. Thanks so much for jumping on board the Crows Radio Show. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, mate. Right now, boys, we have text with us, obviously, as well uh, today. I just want to talk about transitioning outside of football. So, um, you know, you're an AFL footballer for, you know, new boys are lucky enough to spend 10, 12, if not longer in the system. So you've had a longer career than the, uh, than the average person and just want to talk about how important it is to put a plan in place for a post-football season. Yeah, obviously, we've, it's been, I guess, brought to light recently with uh, a few ex-players sort of struggling to transition at times and... Um, it is it is a real challenge for players is, is trying to manage things obviously when they're playing but also when they come out of the game to make sure they're all um, set up and, and, and able to transition pretty easily. Obviously, yep. I went through that a couple of years ago. Um, I had the job lined up at the Crows sort of while I was still playing so that was obviously about to pre, be pretty smooth but... I guess, Tex, you're in a position I was a few years ago. Um, I know, you know, you're, you're owner of the Alma. I know you're studying business and all that sort of stuff. But how do you sit with it? You, do you feel you're well prepared? And, and does it, I guess, does it not scare you, but does it uh, hold scares a, it? Scares the shit. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Well, I don't know any different. Yeah, right? that's right. Before I got drafted, I, had a, I was packing shells at the local IGA in Broken Hill. <laughs> yeah. But apart from that, I all I wanted to do was play AFL. So um, in saying that, though, I have, I've done... It was probably when I did my knee, Tomo, mm-hmm. that it, it really hit home with me. That I was yep. like, this might not be my job for life. Mm. Um, well, it's not going to be my job for life, but yeah. it might get taken away from me le- when I least expect it. So you've got to go, you've got to get off your bum and go and um, find out what you like. Business for me was one. Um, I found a little passion in coaching, so I've started to do a little bit of that. And Pretty much for myself, I wanted to give myself options at the end of the, my career um, that I could say, okay, maybe I could go down this path. Do I want to go into media? Do I want to go and help run a business? What is it that I want to do? I wanted to give myself options. Because I reckon the thing that goes missed a bit, Tom, is, is obviously they hear about players, but then you hear the bad ones. I reckon yep. you know, probably 75, 80% of players are actually 
you know, have a bit of an idea what they want to do and, and where it's going to take him. And, you know, like obviously me and Texan, I'd sit next to him on the planes and often you'd have the book out, you'd be studying on, on planes and all that sort of stuff. So players are pretty good at finding time to actually upskill himself to, to put him in a good position. You've got to make time. That's yeah. the thing. I reckon the ones that say, okay, I've got to, I've got to do something. Yep. I've got to go and do it myself and source this out. We've got a full-time PDM, which is a personal development manager at the club, um, we had Emma Barr for a long period of time, and she drove it for everyone. Yep. Um, to I remember to the point I didn't have anything a couple of years ago, and I was like, oh, she's just like, you've got to do something. I'm mm. not letting you get away with mm. it. I don't care how old you are. Yep. So in the end, I went and got my truck license because potentially being yeah. a fiery yeah. was something that I was yeah. interested in. So she was awesome in the fact that she wasn't letting you – Get away with it, yeah. So, uh, and you, you you speak of people that are pushing you to, you know, obviously look outside the square. Really, Ross Lyon's a big one for it, and he was massive and wouldn't pick a pick someone to play over in Fremantle unless he was enrolled to study yeah, something. Okay. And it got pushed when it when it come push come to shove. He then enrolled and was be able to play that week. He sat on footy classified the other week. You know, the majority of people that that finish up, you know, you boys got 30 years of work in front of you. And I think some people look, go, footy's everything at the moment. And it gets to a stage of your life where you're just like, well, I need to figure out what I'm going to do post-footy. Yeah, and you could see how upset he was with with the Sam Fisher. Yeah, that's right. the most recent thing. And it was was sort of under his nose as a coach. So you could see how upset he was about that. Um, Which, And we do AFLPA, they do like – reviews and yep. we do online um, assessments on on coaches and, and all that. And one big thing is, does the senior coach um, support your development off-field? Mm-hmm. So to hear that from a, a senior coach mm-hmm. it would be so pleasing yeah. to, to hear that he cares about your work-life balance. So I reckon at the Crows, we've had, um, you know, a few of our players have gone on to do great things. I mean, to name a few, obviously Brad Moran, we saw yeah. he's made a few no million cute. dollars, if you yeah. don't mind. Um Tony Armstrong's gone on to to make a really good uh, media career, yeah. which is which has been great for TA. Um, James Podziadley, mm. he's obviously founder of AFL Max and and is doing a fantastic job in in the business world. So there is a lot of example of players. Even though you don't get a ticket for what you've done playing AFL, it actually teaches you a lot of really strong um, characteristics. You know, the, the ability to work hard, obviously resilience and all that as well, which sometimes can be just as important as as anything in the working world. Oh, what a surprise! We don't talk about the ones that do well enough in our in our isn't world. it? I know. Mm. We we love to talk about the things that yep. don't work, but that's great to hear that some guys are yeah. going out and doing some really good as things. As Damien Hardwick calls it, your positive pants. <laughs> your positive <laughs> pants. We need to, we need to grab a few of them and chuck on a few. We people. do. Crows, Riley O'Brien joins us. G'day, Rob. How are you, mate? G'day, boys. I'm very, very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Ah, good to hear. Now, Rob, we're going to start with, mate. Now, things things away from footy. This is what we want to want to touch on here on the Crows radio show. So you're all loved up to start with, mate, and uh, how's things tracking <laughs> off-field? Uh, no, all good off-field. Yeah, got a partner, Chloe. I've had in Adelaide for a few years. Uh, just moved back into my place, which I've renovated. Got a little dog called Chester. Um, life's pretty good. Um, I'll, I'll start off a bit serious, mate. Uh, the ATAR score of 99.75, and you're studying biomedicine. Book um, smart, street, unsure. I don't, I, don't yeah. know, I don't know if us three would add up to uh, 99.75 <laughs> at ATAR, but uh, all that stuff comes pretty natural to you, mate. Uh, well, yeah, I was a bit of a nerd at school, um, uh, so I did that and did I finished medical science, and 
doing a master's of neuroscience now, so I want to do medicine after footy. But yeah. uh, as text reminds me, I'm, uh, I'm might be book smart, but he keeps telling me I'm pretty straight dumb. So <laughs> I'll teach you. A a work, it's a bit of a work on. So I'll, it's got under under Texas tutelage. So you touched on just at the start that you uh, you've just done a massive renovation. You happy with how everything went and that side <laughs> of things, Riley? <laughs> Uh, mostly, uh, no issues until, uh, yeah, a little hiccup last week, which, um, everyone enjoyed. What but happened? Yeah, basically, what happened, mate? Was, oh. So I got, I was, I was playing, uh, and played, and, and played very well, we might add. Yeah. Well, I was, I was busy trying to, just trying to earn a buck. And then I get a message and the house is flooded. There's water <laughs> coming in through the walls. <laughs> um, so yeah, all over the new floorboards, which are, you know, spent a bit of cash on the floorboards and they're all flooded. So... Oh. Um, so rain down late, and the and the culprit, you won't believe the culprit, but they, one of the tradies has left a hoodie on the roof, blocking up the drain. <laughs> You're kidding? Blocked up the no, drain. No, they left the hoodie right on the drain, just in a great location, and yeah, the, the water started coming in through the walls. So yeah, I was really happy with that. So oh man. Awesome. So where's that been left? Have you got rid of the builder, or uh, yeah? You... <laughs> Uh, I think I think everything's okay at this stage, but if the floorboards start warping, uh, yeah, there'll be a few heads rolling. I think. Absolutely. Uh, now, Rob, as well, you just mentioned that you you, ha- you have a dog as well, Chester. Uh, yes. How's all that going, please? Yeah, he's great. He's here with me right now. Of course, um, he would be. He, he's, a, he's a little rascal, but um, Tex loves him. I always send a few photos and videos to, to Tex. He loves Chester. Absolutely now, loves him. now speaking of videos, <coughs> I'm hearing that you might have tongue lashed at one night. <laughs> Um, can't, cannot confirm. But, no. uh, he, he, oh, hey, Rob, I've pretty... seen the video, mate, and I'm telling you it's true. <laughs> we are pretty affectionate. We're pretty close, man. Very, very special relationship, father son. So, um, yeah, no, we get we get pretty close. Very close. Uh, very good, buddy. You're a good man. What, oh, uh, nice what, what else you been up to, mate? Obviously, footy season right in the midst of that, but um, it's nice to have a bit of a break uh, next week. You're taking uh, the lovely Chloe away. Oh, we are. I'm heading back. I haven't been back to Melbourne much this year. Yep. That's where I'm from. So I see some family and friends there. I'm going uh, to see the musical Hamilton, which I'm a, uh, I'm oh, a awesome. bit of a nuffy fan of. So yep. I'll go watch that and uh, sing a few songs. Hamilton, what's that? It's <laughs> it's uh, the greatest musical of all time, Texan. It's um it's about the one of the American founding fathers, and it's a bit of a rap spin on it. So it's a, it's a it's a funky musical. Man. <laughs> it's, a bit, wow. it's a bit above us, I think, boys. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I highly recommend it. It's on Disney Plus, so I recommend watching it. You'll love it. What's your last one for me, mate? What uh, What are you looking to get out of the second half of the year? Um, second half of the year, footy wise. Um, hopefully, play some good footy, win some more games. We're building pretty well, and uh, hopefully, uh, yeah, really start building some good footy and and. Uh, Get a few wins on the board, I reckon. Nah, you're a good man, Rob. Thanks so much Thanks, for, for jumping on board the Crows Radio Show on this Sunday morning. Cheers, boys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Bert. Our next guest on the show is Brad Symes. 80 AFL games to his name. Got a uh, flag at the Central District as well. And a McGarry a medalist as we welcome him on a Sunday. Hello, Brad. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Very well. Uh, mate, we're going all right. Now, we just want to reflect on your, your time in the system, mate. Uh, obviously started over at Port Adelaide and then finished up with the Crows. How, how big a decision was it to, to jump across town? Um, good question. And I tend to get asked this one about every time there's a showdown coming up. So <laughs> refreshing to be able to answer that question on a non-showdown week. Yep. But, um, <laughs> no, I mean, I always say it was a little bit easier for me because uh, when you go from Port to the Crows, you go from having, you know, 10 of... 
10% of South Australia love you and 90% hate you. And all of a sudden the following week, 90% of the population love you and only 10% hate you. So, <laughs> um, a little bit easier to go that way. I mean, I played in the 07 grand final, which we only just lost to the yep. Cats by about 100 down. As good as, as, good as winning one yeah. from a Crows point yeah. of view. Yeah, exactly right. Um, and, yeah, but I, I guess I could see moving forward. I was probably not in, uh, in Choco's, you know, best 21 at the time and I thought it'd be a better chance across the road with Craigie and um, I mean pretty happy in hindsight I made that decision Now Tom, uh, now Simesy after um, finishing with your AFL career you went back to Central District which was great as well and you are able to, to jump on the success you had there at Centrals obviously they won flags every year for about 25 years which is great <laughs> uh, not only that you won yourself a McGarry medal as well so you certainly uh, was above that level well, I was pretty lucky. I mean, my time, I grew up out in Gawler, so I was lucky enough to be in the kind of central zone. And, and back when I played, uh, we yep. didn't have the, you know, Adelaide and Port Adelaide reserves. You you got to go back to whichever SNFL club you're aligned to. So some guys would go to South Adelaide, um, play in, you know, minus three conditions and lose by 20 goals. And I was lucky enough to go to uh, go to Elizabeth and, and win by 10 goals most weeks. Yep. So I was pretty fortunate. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, I ended up with... With a couple of flags, but like you said, I think we won nine in, in that yep. decade. So it was a pretty good period for the doggies. What are you up to now, Simes? You still having to kick around? You're doing a bit of work, and you got some kids. What? Uh, how, how are you balancing life at the moment, mate? Yeah, well, I finished in 2012, so yeah, unbelievably, ten years out of the game, I've been out longer than I was in it. So it goes pretty quick. But um, yeah, a couple of kids, eight and five, um, and I've uh, haven't had a lot to do with footy. Um, over the last decade, I had a few head knocks, as you probably know, in my yep. last year. So, kind of got the advice to uh, to probably not put the boots back on, even if it is, you know, running around uh, at our Drossen with sauce or anything. <laughs> I've um, tried. Yeah, but uh, no, mate, I've uh, kind of transitioned from footy into finance maybe eight or nine years ago, and enjoying that. You know, running your own business, having a couple of kids uh, keeps you busy enough that uh, finding the time to also, get out there and watch footy, let alone play it, is probably a bit difficult at the minute. Once you get out of the system, Simesy, is it refreshing to not be a part of football or do you miss it somewhat? It's a good question. And I think, um, I mean, I spent my entire career probably worrying about inevitably when I get delisted, what am I going to do? And, um, you, you know, that thought of where do you transition after, uh, which you kind of carry a bit of, bit of a weight whilst you're in the system, having that thought in the back of your head. But most of the people that I speak to, you know, ex-players come out of it five years later, probably enjoy their life just as much, if not more, outside of the system than they did even in it. So, um, yeah, for me, I'd, I'd put myself in that category. I, I don't miss it too much, but um, I get, again, that's probably because I've got a fair bit of other things that I'm uh, that I'm doing at the minute, whereas probably my experience, those guys that, struggle the most uh that don't really know exactly the direction they want to follow um and therefore probably find it a bit harder to kind of go cold turkey and just break away from the footy world uh like i did um you, you mentioned that you, your career did get cut short and you got told uh you know to to your career's done obviously with the, with the concussions um was it, I guess, a bit different because you were studying at the time um, and now you've moved on to having real success at Stellan Capital. Um, how was transitioning for you? Was it something you feared or was it something you just sort of embraced and, um, you know, because now you've, you've made a, you know, a really good crack of it? Yeah, well, I mean, I was a bit nervous about it at the time, but I had, um, you know, the whole time I was in the system, I studied and I had a, a finance degree from Adelaide Uni and 
I'd met a few people in the industry, so I kind of had an idea of where I wanted to go. And I think that's probably the hardest thing for most players looking to transition is having any sort of idea of what options are out there ahead of you. Um, you know, when you walk straight out of high school, you have no idea, and it's pretty similar in the footy world. Um, it's pretty time-consuming being in the system. You don't really get to learn a lot of other crafts. So you might get uh, the age of 30, um, end your career, and, and really have no idea what other interests you have. Um, whereas I guess I was lucky enough to already have some sort of idea where I wanted to end up, and I just continued to study, finished my Masters the year after I finished footy, and then, um, and then got kind of straight into the finance world uh, after that. What about footy for you now, Simsy? You still follow the Crows or uh, Central District at Sample level? It's hard to follow the doggies at the moment. They haven't had as much success the last few years as they did in that, um, you know, a decade ago. But I guess I'm in the fortunate position where, mate, I can pretend to go for whoever I want, depending on who I'm talking to. So <laughs> oh, if, yeah. I, uh, if I'm pitching to a potential new client and they're a Port fan, oh, then no. so am I. But if they go for the Crows, then happy to put the, uh, the fire colours on. Ah, <laughs> uh, nah, I like it, Simesy. Thanks so much for jumping on board this Sunday morning. No worries. Thanks for having me, guys. Time for us to get out of here. Source and text been good once again, lads. It has, it has. And uh, next week, the big text, and you can put the feet up for a nice change. Yes, I'll be putting the feet up and uh, don't know what I'll be doing yet. Switching off. Back yeah. to Broken Hill, maybe. No, not to Broken Hill. We're we, uh, not sure what we're doing yet. Yep. Okay. Got a bit of time to sort it out. Perfect, Four days mate. off. Uh, yesterday as well, we had the Breakthrough Mental Health Research Foundation round, which was absolutely yep. brilliant as well. They, uh, the Crows and Breakthrough joined forces to raise much-needed funding to support a research into mental illness with all the funds raised on the day, supporting research into suicide prevention, which is so important. In the lead-up to yesterday's home match, Breakthrough launched a campaign called Nine Lives Project, so you could purchase yep. virtual seats, and you can still do that today at afc.com.au. So make sure you do that, and it's, it'll be all over the socials as well. Such a great idea. I love that virtual it's seat. It's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. If you've got a close one, yeah. friends, family, yeah. whatever it is that you could buy a seat, for people that are no longer with us. Yeah, yeah. Great no, it's, idea. A, it's a fantastic round, that one. So, um, And obviously, Crow social platforms, as yeah. always, Tomo, yes. fo- uh, Facebook, Twitter. TikTok. TikTok, your favourite yeah. TikTok. Oh, Instagram, yeah. the big Texans on the Instagram, yeah, which yeah. is a... It's always is pleasant on there. Uh, and get in touch with us at Crows Radio Show at afc.com.au. Absolutely. Uh, we are out of here for a Sunday morning. We will see you next week from 9 o'clock. Thanks, Texan. One. See you later.